Hello and uh, welcome back to Tradie Business School, the podcast where we're going to talk all things tradies, general contractors, and how to grow your business in a smarter way with more profit and less time required of you. So I'm joined in today's episode with the wonderful Miranda Hill. How are you, Miranda? I am amazing. Thank you, Mark. Um, as How always, you? I mean, are you any other? <laughs> Is it, it other than amazing? Oh. I don't know, but everyone listening out there knows I would be lying if I said I was always amazing because I'm a human being. Are you? Actually, a friend of mine was offended when I called him human. He is like, I'm not human. I am (laughs) insulted by the fact. In (laughs) fact, what's interesting is that when you ask someone how they are, have you ever heard like, I'm very busy? Like often that is the default answer that that most people give oh flat out super busy have you noticed that i have it's interesting it's up there with with stress it's like it's worn like a badge of honor Mm. it's like well i'm really busy yeah yeah busy got heaps on um oh yeah or it's like i'm so stressed at the moment those sorts of things we're not talking about stress today we'll just leave that one parked off for another episode we'll be here for hours but you know how to manage being super busy is what we're going to talk about today and that that moment where people say hey i'm busy i'm busy i'm super busy so i suppose i'm busy busy being busy and what are you doing i'm just busy and uh and you know i've even noticed in myself there are days where I feel I've had a super busy day and I've been working flat out, can't remember what I did mm. in the day, and sometimes I may have been really busy but I didn't necessarily feel productive. So mm. I'm busy doing things but not necessarily effective things. Yeah, and that's like that hamster wheel where it's, well, I got up this morning I've been nonstop all day. I've barely stopped to eat lunch or I didn't. Uh, I've been run off my feet. I've been doing, 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 being a human doing, not a human being necessarily. Human doing. uh, A human doing. And uh, running that hamster wheel at the end of the day, it's like, wow, as I was busy, but what have I achieved? I'm wondering if any of our listeners out there has ever experienced that. It's like, geez, I had a busy day, but what did I achieve? Oh, goodness, have I necessarily ticked anything off my list? I was speaking to a client just yesterday, one of our coaching clients, and he was like, wow, I came in early and ABC happened, and then I did this, and then da da da, and now it's five o'clock at night, and I'm no further ahead than I was when I started and how did I end up doing all of these things so yeah he was busy uh and and being busy is something I know that I've experienced I'm sure you have Michael um I suppose the first question Michael is you know what what is busy like how do we how do different people experience how do you know that you're busy like and, and um I find it difficult to answer that because we all have a different view of what busy is. Like what's busy for some person is not busy for somebody else. Mm. I mean, you could be busy all day on the couch watching Netflix. Like that's busy. Playing games all day. Oh, so busy playing games. And I <laughs> and I think sometimes we, uh, we use the word busy to let people know that we weren't doing nothing. Yeah. So we were doing something and we we're doing a lot of something. And also a mentor of mine always reminded me that busy does not equal profitable. Busy does not equal making money. Busy does not equal results. You know, you can be busy um, doing 
things that produce no result whatsoever, but you were really busy. And that makes you feel good. It's like an excuse for procrastination, you know, like, oh, oh but I was busy. Yeah, it's like uh, an ego stroker in a way that we uh, we're busy and we're feeling good about doing things and yet we know uh, because we watch ourselves, like our, our, we watch ourselves and say, so, well, I was busy. We know we might not have achieved the things that we know matter. And I know in so many trades businesses at the moment, small businesses, um, medium businesses, whatever, there's a lot going on. There's a there's often an increased demand in, in work and busyness often at the moment, I'm certainly noticing in our clients is mostly, mostly, not always, there will be exceptions to this rule, but mostly around how do I deliver for my deliver on my commitments to clients I've got so much work coming in and so it's the delivery but it's also to the 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 running the business stuff that doesn't happen the directing the ship in the direction of goals the working on the business so it may be well I've just got to get the job done I've got to get the job done I've got to get this car out I've got another I'm having to turn clients away um I've got to fix this motor I've got to paint what's that a symptom of usually Miranda do you think it's a symptom of lack of boundaries and lack of being clear around what matters probably also to a lack of systems or understanding what to say yes and when to say yes to Mm. it boundaries is probably the bigger one we can probably explore what would you add to that I think you're right I'm even wondering like just in this conversation whether when you say that I'm super busy like that's more more of a, a flag of some of an issue of, of a symptom of an underlying problem to kind of investigate like how is it possible like how did I get busy what happened because I know that a lot of our clients are sometimes really busy because they've had two staff call in sick or they've had a staff quit on them or they're super busy yeah. because all of a sudden they had a massive you know inflow of, of work and and um, and jobs that they weren't prepared for. They didn't have the systems and, and team and pro- things in place in order to manage that data. Or you're super busy because cash is a bit tight at the moment and you feel that the only way to get out of unprofitable to profitable is by doing more. And by, by doing more and filling your day with work, 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 it means that you're you're saying to yourself, I'm doing something about it. And if I'm not busy, it means I'm not trying. Yeah, absolutely. And there's so many, there's so many reasons why busyness can occur. Yet let's just imagine for a moment people are busy, right? I don't have to probably imagine. Imagine all a lot of you listeners <laughs> out there are like, wow, I've got to get here and I've got to do this and I've got to do these things. I am in fact busy. So, you know, we're all busy in our own way. So whatever busy is for you, that's cool, right? And we've opened up, I guess, some thought patterns into the reasons for your busyness and other things. And uh, if you would like, us to talk more deeply on any of those things that we've talked about then drop a comment below send us a message and we will bring you an episode and we can dive into one of those areas for now though let's go kind of practical um you're busy you're busy what can you do and how can you manage yourself better uh if you are in fact busy you might have a lot of invoicing to do there might be a lot of administrative stuff there's some job delivery there's a bunch of tasks that need to be done and we'll just dive into a few practical tips on some some I guess some strategies we know have worked uh, with our clients I think I think the first thing is define busy by doing a task audit identify like where the busy is going 
And the reason for that is, let's say, for example, you wanted to fit gym in and you're, you're too busy to go to the gym. Well, mm-hmm. do a task order, identify where your time's actually going and see whether you need to cut back on something or ident- like watch less TV or, you know, I'm not saying that you're watching TV, but you get the point that yeah. often there's opportunities to find the time for something that's really important to you and you yeah. can do that by, you know, bi- you can't solve busy. Like it's so intangible and so like in the clouds that like what is busy? Like as we were just talking about before, there's so many different explanations of what busy is. So defining what busy looks like, I think is a real practical thing and it will ground you. Like you'll get it. Like when you say that I'm busy, here it is. Here's the sheet that says, here's why I'm busy. This is what I'm doing. Yeah, so the task order is such a powerful tool. Um, I know we we give it away. It's a free resource. Click a button somewhere around here and you'll find it um, up, down, sideways. But um, it's one that we, even in our paid programs, recommend to clients regularly. It can be used in different ways. So do not be, I guess... Uh, what's the word, um, tricked by the simplicity of it. So define busy to begin with um, and, and fill that in and track where it is. One of the other um, the other things that I know works really well is time blocking. So yes. for those of you that don't know what that is, uh, it's, well, essentially blocking a batch of like a, a, a block of time to dedicate to and a focus on a particular task or um, type group of, of task. Yeah. Group like of email, task. for example, email. Yeah. So Rather than email throughout the day, you go, I'm going to, for 15 minutes in the morning, I'm going to check email here and 15 minutes at four o'clock, I'm going to check email here. Yeah. Um, also to, I know in, um, oh, there was, a, I think it's in the book Deep Work by Cal Newport, but I might not be right, but that's a good book anyway, if you want to go read it, is he recommends four hour time blocking to get into that deep work because you get in a flow and you're way more efficient and productive. So how to squeeze the most out, the biggest ROI on your time is to get into a a rhythm and a flow uninterrupted. So time blocking means blocking some time, and I would recommend a minimum of 90 minutes. Uh, Four hours is often not possible, given especially trades businesses and what's going on, unless you sort of come into work at five. But even still, you could block an hour and a half to two hours to get some tasks out of the way. I like Um, like our hours, you know, like like I used to do this thing where I close the door in the office and say, look, I'm doing a power hour. I really need to get this yeah. like focus on that one thing. Other people have sometimes who who wanted to do sort of uh, strategy and thinking would go into a room, lock the door, no computer, no phone, pen yeah. and paper, and solve and do what they need to do really efficiently. Yeah, you only take that which is required to complete that task. Now, if it means sitting at your desk where everything's there, then tell the people that you need to inform that you're not to be interrupted for 60 minutes unless maybe the premises is burning down and you will die if they don't knock on the door. Even then, even then. then. So uh, it is block that, tell the people, turn your phones off, shut browsers down and do the work. Because it has been proven that for every time you get interrupted, you lose time resetting, re-getting back into that flow state again. So you are you're in, I guess, a negative time use by every time you get interrupted. So it's really, really important when you time block to uh, remove distractions and blocks and those sorts of things. Tell so the- look at look at your weekly calendar and determine, you know, and, and decide in advance where you're going to do those routine things that you're you're going to do each week. Yeah. So when are you going to do do your numbers for the week? We recommend Money Monday. 
and and blocking time to, to do your numbers and understand your financial position at the same time, the same day each week. When are you going to do email? When are you going to do quoting? Do you do quoting as they come in? Does that mean you stop what you're doing and do that? Here's mm-hmm. another good one. Um, really good book by Chet Holmes, The, the Ultimate Sales Machine. And uh, his company was built on, do you have five minutes? Like constant mm-hmm. interruption. Every employee, went, oh, do, do you have five minutes? And that, that's how it was. And, and he in- introduced, yes, I have five minutes between 1 and 2 p.m. on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he put that on the door. And if, and if you do have a question, he put a little box and a piece of paper and you can ask it in there yeah. because usually urgent is never urgent. It can wait in most cases. Mm. That that is great. That leads into the next one I was going to share, Michael, which is batching. So that's exactly what that is, is batching tasks. So what I mean by batching is if you would bring together tasks or things um, of a like nature and you would put them into one block. So yes, all emails get done within half an hour. So you don't look at them all, you wait for them all there. Uh, we will do it. Maybe that there's a weekly meeting you have set up with a key person and all during the week you uh, add things uh, to, to talk to that person about on that topic. So they're in a batch to talk about in one focused session. Uh, you might batch um, if you've got to load new clients into a CRM. It may be that you batch them in a queue or, or you dump them into an, a particular folder in your inbox and then at a dedicated time you batch that task so that they all get loaded up at a, a specific time. So it's a really powerful tool to use to eliminate distraction and keep you more focused on what you're doing, knowing though that it's taken care of. So it does require a little bit of systemization behind the scenes so that you may keep paperwork in a physical place in one batch you may have a folder that you keep all emails of a type so you come to them I use Asana a lot and I know we recommend Asana uh, as an automation tool and path to path to freedom I think it's around chapter nine but forgive me if I'm off by a chapter or two and, and very much, I will use Asana a lot. I have a weekly meeting with a team member and anytime something comes up during the week I want to talk to her about, I pop into our Asana agenda and I pop it on there and it's all taken care of. Then I know I'm free of that out of my mind. It's taken care of and we, we batch that at that meeting. Yeah. I think really good practical things. I think, and using the task order as your foundation to then make those mm-hmm. decisions about what you're going to, what could you batch together? So in the task order, we ask you to go, you know, do you want to delegate that task? Do you want to outsource that task? Will you continue to do it uh, or will you stop doing it completely? I guess if you choose to continue doing it, can you batch them? Where can you find the similarities and then schedule them into your calendar to kind of, and, and effectively what you're doing here is trying to create more time because you want to reduce yeah. this pressure that you're feeling. That's what busy is, it's pressure. And mm. the other thing is that we say this here at The Game Changers, um, that you get what you focus on. You get what you focus on. So where your focus goes, your energy flows and your results will show. And therefore, if you're focusing on I'm busy and then you're saying, how can I, I'm just so busy, how do I stop being busy? What you're seeing is evidence of being busy. You're just going to keep being busy because that's where your focus is. So instead of, you know, asking myself, asking yourself, you know, how can you stop being so busy, maybe change the question to saying, how can I be more efficient and effective? Mm. How can I prioritise better? Yeah, our language is so powerful and 
I would I would just all go all out and issue a blanket ban on using the word busy in my language in my head or allowed and replace it with something more resourceful. I personally, and this is I'm, I'm, this is my gift to everyone, you're welcome to this mantra, but I used to say, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough time. That was my version of being busy. It was something I noticed as a pattern in my language and I invite all of you listeners out there now to consider what is what are some of the frequent things I say to myself or in my head. Mine was, I don't have enough time. So I replaced that with uh, something I recited multiple times every morning and day, was I have all the time I need to do everything I choose. And that was my mantra. I have all the time I need to do everything I choose. Now, I had to rewire my neurology and my patterning and my habits and my speech to do that. So I did that by every morning in the shower, I would recite it a minimum of five times aloud to myself. I would do it driving in the car and I set certain times of the day. I also noticed when it crept back in, I would say I have all the time and I need to do everything I choose. And that really, I, I, I never ever have said again that I don't have enough time. It's just gone from my language. So very, very powerful technique that you can use uh, when you notice those frequency and the pattern. I suppose one of the last things I would I would wrap it up with is how you set your intention for using the time. Well, actually, I had two things. Oh, there we go. Remind me of my second one in a minute, Michael, because it was yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so the the sec the one was setting intention around when you've batched, when you've time blocked, you've done all of these things. When you sit down to use your time, is to set an intention for it. Like what does done look like, or what is the purpose of this, or what is the outcome that I want to achieve from this time. Because by saying that aloud or writing it down or saying in our own minds is is setting our target, I suppose, for that time so that we know that we're on course during that time. Really powerful to set that intention. It's just like vision for your business. You set a vision, a purpose for the time so that it's a micro version of, of a little vision, a purpose for that time. Really, really powerful. And the other thought I was thinking of is imagine an hour was $100. And if you had your hour as $100 and someone said to you, you can spend this $100 or, you know, for $100, you can keep it at $100, you can invest it and you will only, you'll get 100 as 100 would you, if if somebody said, well, you know, you, it's gonna, this is going to be a $100 investment, but at the end of it, you're only going to have $90, you know, $80 left. Is that something that you would choose? Because that's effectively what happens with time. When you invest an hour and you permit distraction and reactivity, you don't set intention, you don't batch, you don't time block. That's what you're doing is you are you are you're only getting eighty dollars. It's like a conversion rate that goes the wrong works against you, isn't it? Mm. You, you're not you're not getting the full value of your hour. You choose a different goal rather than busy. And and when you notice, I mean, there's so many great tips tonight and and things in the, in this podcast. I probably encourage you, like if you're if you are busy and you're listening to this, well done. <laughs> you found time. Yes. You you've evidence that you can find the time. Um, I would listen to it again. Mm. I, I honestly would listen to this one again and start to commit to implementing like one thing from all those ideas that we've mentioned today yeah. and, and see how that plays out for you. Um, yeah. Ultimately, busy doesn't exist until we label it as such. And as, an, as a business owner and, uh, or an entrepreneur or however, whatever label you'd like to give yourself, there are going to be times where you have to hustle a bit 
You're going to have to put in the hours. Some people just don't want to do the work. Now, if you are busy, it means that you are prepared to do the work, which is great. But just because, you know, you might be implementing some of these strategies, these tactics that we're suggesting, we're not going to say there's not going to be times where you're going to be doing a lot, <laughs> right? Mm. So I think it's Why about the balance, time. balance required. You know, I, it's, you know, if you're in peak season, guess what? You're probably not going to be relaxing a bit. You're, gonna, you're probably going to have a bit on. And, and we go through these, these cycles. And I think how to managing being busy often is in your mind, right? But also in the practical things of you being aware of where your time's going, how you're managing your time, and are you being productive, efficient, and effective and intentional with what you're doing rather than the pinball in the pinball machine being flown all corners of the of the maze fearing that you're going to fall down the bottom yeah absolutely it you know, i would even go as far as so, you know, managing time it's it's making a choice consciously around how you're going to invest your time it's an investment in you and your business and 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 you will have we'll all have uh, things to do uh, yet how do you choose to invest the time that you have uh, so that you get a maximum return on investment, a maximum ROI from that time because time is our most precious resource. It is the only resource we will never get back. We get one shot at it every minute. Uh, invest in it wisely. Be conscious about it. Live consciously rather than on automatic, automatic just letting it fly by because it's too short. There we go. I'm not going to open that. Well, I'm, I'm so I'm super busy. So we've better wrap up this uh, this podcast episode. I've got things I, to do. I have all the time I need to do everything I can. <laughs> <laughs> See how easy it isn't it? It's so easy to use that word. And so um, I really hope that you got a lot of value from from this episode, busy people. Um, <laughs> and looking forward to hearing maybe in our Facebook group. You know. If you implement one of those things, what happened? Love to hear some feedback from you about what happened when you implemented some of these things on your perception of, of being busy. And I'd love you to be more in control of your time, have a much better experience with your business, much better relationship with your business so that you have time to do the things that actually matter to you, the yeah. things that matter most. I, I I would go as far to say, Michael, I think that this episode is really valuable for everyone, yeah. uh, not just trades of small business. So time is something that is, is a human thing. And so if you've got value from today, then share it. Pay share it forward. It. Pay it forward. It could be one thing that just helps with somebody, somebody that you know needs to hear today to shine a little light in their day. Um, so, yeah, pay it forward. That's what I'd do. Awesome. On that, have an amazing day, everyone. Thank you. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you.